The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scamlin, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Amy Brittall. She is the founder of Arbor Grove, LLC. And before that, she spent most of her career in HR, but she saw a need to be filled, decided that she would tap into the entrepreneurial bug that she had. And, you know, one year later, here we have the new company that she founded, Arbor Grove. So she's here today to talk with us about that, why she decided to make the leap from corporate, and all the good things that Arbor Grove does. Welcome to the show today, Amy. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Tell us about Arbor Grove. What does it do? Okay. Arbor Grove, I was able to get affiliated with Newmark Grub Zimmer, which was founded by Hugh Zimmer, Mr. Right. Zimmer, mm-hmm. and Zimmer Real Estate Services, and working in their public sector consulting with Troy Nash. Mm-hmm. And so really supporting communities. I've been in human resources for 20 years and have always been in that corporate world, supporting business lines and people and growth, and really found a need to make a change. I was really just somewhat bored in my role. I needed a challenge. So uh, grow your grow your wings on the way down and just take a leap. Yeah. And so now from growing people and organizations to growing communities, working in that public sector area, doing comprehensive planning, that public outreach, uh, mm-hmm. and a requirement by state law for all cities are that they need a comprehensive plan. Sure. And that's their vision for the next 20 years. So I'm supporting that, uh, responsible for that public outreach, which is really just hearing the voices of the community. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun to be in some of these, uh, some rural areas working in Lexington, Missouri, and Marshall, Missouri, and Richmond, and even in Grandview and Clinton. Mm-hmm. And really, um, it's been inspiring to see the entrepreneurial spirit within those communities and what they can do, and then helping to uh, allow those communities to grow. Right. So there's been some some parallels in my human resources world to the transition of working in communities, and I've been surprised that it's been so uh, very transferable and mm-hmm. seeing the, um, the the lining of those. Yeah, well, in the end, it's all about working with people and mm-hmm. helping them to understand benefits and helping them to work through challenges. And so, yeah, there are a lot of synergies now that you pointed out. Yes, from uh, supporting business lines mm-hmm. and if it's employee relations to then with municipalities and their challenges that they really are small companies and yes, organizations who yes. need help. And it's mm-hmm. rewarding just to hear from um, rural areas, seeing the cities, the city of Lexington, the history that's there. And um, so a lot of the work is 
is the the process steps towards the supporting economic development right. and have been able to work a lot on entrepreneurship focus as well bringing communities to Kansas City with the Kaufman Foundation mm-hmm. and their weekly 1 million cups to right. show that uh, ability and with Kansas City Startup Village bringing communities there to that you know extreme incubator situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and seeing how that could be replicated in some of these other smaller uh, communities um, and a lot of that too is that development focus so transferable from human resources to then working with communities mm-hmm. and that's that's been a lot of fun yeah and and I find too that I'm I'm learning every day I'm a lifelong learner uh, start my days with uh, inspiring quotes to pump myself up and you know to keep <laughs> going whether it's you know Les Brown Tony Robbins mm-hmm. Elizabeth, you know Og Mandino and uh, making sure that I'm on the right track and it's just inspiring to work with a lot of these different communities to help them move forward in an ongoing education. So I have to keep myself educated as well. Oh, sure. Because every community has different issues. And it's interesting because you mentioned economic development. And it's something that people get excited about to a certain extent. And they they know that it's necessary in many cases to keep their communities vibrant. Um, But then sometimes when it starts impacting them, the story changes a little bit. And, uh, you know, yeah, I would like to have this development, but not on my street. Right. You know? Yes. The big hey, Walmart. Exactly. Hey, we right. love Walmart or we, we don't. Yeah. And uh, yes. And even, you know, from the focus with entrepreneurship, it is an ongoing education because mm-hmm. it's not as much bringing, uh, you know, a 500 person manufacturing company to communities anymore. It's considering that growing your own. And even with some of the research that Jim Clifton has done mm-hmm. on the coming jobs war right. of that mentorship yes. and helping to really bring all those groups together. A lot of seasoned uh, Mm -hmm. business people in these small communities to help um, the high school students and partnering that up Mm -hmm. and seeing what can be done. So really opening the possibilities and it's an ongoing education. So, um, as what can be done and, and it's bringing people together that it's not a, one outside party coming in it's the community just like an organization absolutely uh, it's an ecosystem it's a word that gets bandied around a lot yes. these days but it's an entire ecosystem and you mentioned the entrepreneurs and I know uh, we work we have worked for more than 20 years with entrepreneurs and one of the things that some of the headbanging that goes on is starting to work with municipalities and uh, you know we're different than like you say the 500 person or manufacturing company that wants yes. to come in. Uh, and so trying to navigate through a lot of the uh, governmental systems, they just want to do it. They just want to go. Mm-hmm. And yet they've got all these processes and forms they have to fill out and requirements. And it, it's frustrating sometimes. And I think um, cities, the work that you're doing, it sounds like you're helping to educate the cities too on, okay, how can we stream like this? How can we be more friendly to these smaller businesses, to these entrepreneurs, so that you get your needs taken care of as a city and you can check off your boxes, but that the entrepreneur can come in and mm-hmm. get going without being strangled by all this regulatory stuff? Yes, you're absolutely correct that it's an education from that business attraction aspect, mm-hmm. the business retention, making sure that you're holding on to those uh, entrepreneurs that came in. and You're and, building and, a farm right. team is what you're doing. Yeah. When you support entrepreneurs, it's, I guess you could compare it to that. And yes, and you're right with the, the city councils and the municipalities. It's also all about leadership. Yes. So that progressive leadership that, again, it's not, you know, a third party coming in and, hey, what can you do for us? Is what can we all do together and building that structure mm-hmm. and a lot of education and uh, doing things differently. Yes. Yeah. And, and 
right now, uh, there has been a recognition of what entrepreneurs can do for the economy. We've been here all along, but I think eyes are finally opening to just what an impact small businesses, entrepreneurs have on the economy. And I think cities are opening up and trying to work more with the entrepreneurial community, at least from what I've seen, you know, the progression over the last 20 years. There's a lot of hurdles still. There's still a lot of work to do, but I think that the it's moving in the right direction. Yes. Let's put it that way. But you were with Zimmer, and you recognized this need for the uh, for there to be some sort of, it almost strikes me that you're in a, a liaison kind of uh, position. Yes, yes, that's a good descriptor of mm-hmm. really bringing people together, right. knowing some of those resources, and then, um, so I'll, I do sub-consulting with mm-hmm. uh, Zimmer, and then also doing with the public outreach and coordination. Of an example, last week we were in Lexington to do a kickoff with a town hall meeting, mm-hmm. kind of the first step towards that comprehensive plan of getting feedback. And another inspiring point is just really the excitement of that, hey, what do you want to be? And Lexington is great. What can we be? Right. And putting that as that forefront. And then the next step is talking to other individuals, stakeholder interviews, those that have even more of a stake, um, business owners, local mm-hmm entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. the community leaders, which is anyone who has an interest, right. and and delving down into some of those deeper root issues, and then um, seeing how we can bring more people together. Yeah, the ability to be heard, for, for everybody yes. to think that their ideas are being considered, and for there to be transparency, I think is so important for the success of these types of projects. Yes. Uh, you know, the days of huddling together in a smoke-filled back room are over. Yes. <laughs> and, and uh, of course, with the technology that we have where information flows as quickly as it happens. Sometimes it seems like even before it happens, uh, you have to be transparent. And so the work that you're doing, I think, is really important in that respect. Where did the name Arbor Grove come from? You know, I uh, so uh, needed a name. Yes. And I love trees. I have a passion mm-hmm. for trees. Growing up with my grandparents, uh, I know two poems because my grandmother made us, my sister and I, memorize growing <laughs> up. So summer weeks that we would spend with my grandparents, my grandfather loved the, the uh, uh, poem Trees by Joyce Kilmer. Mm-hmm. And I've just had a natural love of trees and nature and that, that spiritual component. Mm-hmm. And I really liked Arbor. So I thought of trees, Arbor, and then um, just Arbor was taken. So then I thought, well, what else? A grove. And it also relates very much to my experience in growing mm-hmm. um, the development side of what human resources is, is people. So it's also that, uh, you know, the roots of trees that you've got right. to have that foundation mm-hmm. and then the growth that can, can come of it. And I also wanted to have the opportunity to, to grow other areas that I, sure. um, so it's not just, you know, one, one focus. I mean, it, it can be even more. So. Right. Well, and of course, in Grove is the community. You know, yeah. it's just the, the living community that uh, you're helping to bolster and and so forth. But how long did it take you to come up with that? Actually, it was pretty <laughs> There's quick. Like a lot I of thinking that I, went into that. I took a walk, and I just um, also just arbor popped in hmm. my head. I took a walk and was around trees, and um, it uh, it just seemed natural and was easy to to kind of come to mm-hmm. that point. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're gonna going to talk about making that leap from uh, corporate world into what you're doing right now, into entrepreneurship yourself. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Interested in growing your business? Thinking Bigger Business Media has the resources you need to grow your company to the next level, whether it's an aspiring business, a startup, established, or mature. Thinking Bigger provides the how-to strategies, critical connections, and key information to make your business more productive and more profitable. 
Check them out at IThinkBigger.com and find out what successful Kansas City business owners already know. Thinking Bigger Business Media is the resource for growing businesses. Visit them today at IThinkBigger.com. Profile America, Friday, May 8th. Before the school year draws to a close and summer vacation takes over, it's time to say thanks to America's teachers. This is the last day of PTA Teacher Appreciation Week. National Teacher Day was on Tuesday. The goal of both is to honor the dedication and valuable contributions teachers make to the rest of their students' lives. The idea goes back to 1944 when Maddie Woodridge of Arkansas began lobbying for a day to honor teachers. With the help of Eleanor Roosevelt, the first National Teacher Day was held in 1953. Now, there are more than 58 million students enrolled in kindergarten and nursery schools up through high schools across the country, guided by about 3.1 million teachers. You can find more facts about America from the U.S. Census Bureau online at census.gov. Looking to establish your brand as an industry leader? Want to deliver helpful, relevant content to your niche audience? Look no further. Our staff at Custom Publishing can produce branded newsletters, magazines, podcasts, and so much more. We'll take you from concept to distribution or assist you with any stage in between. Writing, editing, design, audio production, voiceovers, digital, print. If you have a communication need, we have a solution. Call 913-831-8100. Call us today and discuss the possibilities. That's 913-831-8100 for all your custom publishing needs. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're visiting here this morning with Amy Brittall. She is the founder of Arbor Grove LLC, and she is really a liaison, as we were talking this morning. It's a word that came to mind between communities and developers and cities and others in the community, really trying to pull the ecosystem together in order to have sustainable uh, developing communities. And I guess my next question would be, you were in the corporate world. It, you, you mentioned you were bore, bored, but it sounded like you had a really good thing going on. And, you know, lots of people get bored and then they, I don't know, they go buy a new car. You yes. <laughs> you decide to just do away with all that comfort and make that plunge as you said right. you know fly i think you said fly off the cliff or throw wings your wings on, on the way down. down that's what you said and uh tell us about that transition transition that change from the corporate world to becoming an entrepreneur yourself right well i had a friend tell me um when we were talking about just you know business and things that i never consider myself an entrepreneur and he said well don't don't think of it that way. Don't yeah. use that word. Right. And um, I also I had a great job working for a great company and many great companies and organizations, a lot of flexibility and independence. Um, I was an HR director and had always human resources, as I mentioned. And I just, I needed something more mm-hmm. and have, in, in, and I'm somewhat competitive myself. I used to do a lot of cycling and uh, had a competitive spirit, did even some amateur racing. Wow. And then, um, and cycling is a very humbling sport and the, the cycling community in Kansas City is wonderful also. Um, and just needed something more that I decided, if not now, when? Mm-hmm. And also in order to do something you've never done before, you have to be someone you've never been. That's 
a Les yeah. Brown quote that really resonated with me. So mm-hmm. it was time to just make a change and um, to see what I could do. And uh, if not, you know, I mean, the cushion of a job, I can, I can, I can get another job, but to take this opportunity. And it's been a, a wonderful transition to also just challenge myself. So part of it was really that challenge myself. Right. Did you do anything for people who might be listening, maybe in a comfortable corporate position right now, but there's just this, you know, entrepreneurial bug, this dream they want to go after, and they're just, they're hesitant. Is there anything that you did to prepare for that? I mean, did you, did you for, say, a year or for a period of time start getting things in place so that you could make the change, or did you just wake up one day and say, you know what, I just got to do it, and you did it? I Pretty much, it yeah, good question. Pretty much just did it, did that you? I had okay. had to do it. Now, I am uh, a very organized and planner, so I did have some savings and to think of how, how could I could mm-hmm. I do this? But it's also then, you know, an ongoing learning, some business development and sales and that timing. So it's always getting out of your comfort zone. Right. From the, that paycheck isn't always coming in all the time. So so being flexible to really what the entrepreneurship is and understanding that. So it's mm-hmm. an ongoing evolution, I think, making that change where you're used to just, hey, that, that set structure, but then seeing all the opportunities of the flexibility and what you can do and being creative. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, too, you know, if not now, when? So right. take the leap. Mm-hmm. And and what's to lose? You know, life is risky in itself. True. Um, and just making a change in your passion. So really some of it was I wanted to do more of what I'm passionate about and finding that passion and, and where that purpose is. And I think entrepreneurship is in that community. And it's allowed me to get even more involved with the community focus and giving mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of resources in Kansas City, in the Kansas City metro area, actually, to help support entrepreneurs. You know, there's the... Um, uh, there's SBDCs, there's uh, the Women's Business Center. There, I mean, I could just go on. There's dozens of them. And so uh, the point I'm trying to make is don't think you have to know every single thing before you take that step because there are people here to support you. You just have to ask in most cases. Yes, you're right on yeah. that. And asking friends. I mean, no one does mm-hmm. anything by themselves. Right. And that networking and, and mentorship and reaching out to others that have been inspiring and getting advice and, and connecting, mm-hmm. you know, me to others that could be helpful as well. Yeah, I had a guest on here a couple of weeks ago, Lydia Bastianich, who has Lydia's restaurant down on the crossroads and, of course, in New York as well. And she said something. She was talking about her support system and all the help that she had. And she said, success is not a solitary journey. Well, I mean, it's true. Uh, you don't have, you've got, you can surround yourself with people who are willing to help you. So, so don't be afraid to make that leap and think that you have to know everything to start with. Speaking of giving back and helping, you are very involved in the community, and you are you serve on boards, you mentor yourself. Tell us about some of the things that you're doing. Yes. Uh, I'm on the Linwood YMCA board, in, uh, which is in the inner city, mm-hmm. and I'm passionate about that organization. I mean, they are growing youth. It's that social responsibility and healthy living, and it's provided me an opportunity to give back, not only my time, but time with the kids. Yes. That uh, one of my side passions is eating healthy food, eating real food. And I've come in and talked to the kids just thinking about healthy choice options and demoing different alternatives Mm -hmm. for pasta, making zucchini. And it's that exposure, just providing exposure. And if I can help in some regard, um, 
I would I would just uh, be so fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And it's also I've talked to other community groups and organizations about some healthy food alternatives, and from some of my own experience of learning how food can be its own healer. Mm-hmm. And. I assume that whenever you go into these communities and you talk with the children of the adults that are trying to that you're trying to work with on the larger projects that 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 probably certainly helps too that you've established that kind of rapport and that they know that you're trying to from the very ground up I mean from what you put in your mouth even that you're trying to really better their communities I assume that that that's helpful yes it is that it's really another part of hey growing our own and giving back in that Um, and it's also afforded me um, you know the opportunity to share some of my story of Mm -hmm. uh, some challenges that I had in health from high school on to see if that might change somebody else's um, future path and right. and using resources and not being you know on your own out there to figure it out yeah are are you involved in, in some of the community gardening um, and then there's a project called the giving grove oh, where they're I'm planting aware of them. Yeah. the trees in some of the urban areas wonderful organizations and just recently I was at cultivate KC mm-hmm. helping out in their garden and another community involvement that I've been doing is with the centurions uh, community leadership program sure. with the Kansas City Chamber, right. and that provides a wonderful exposure to just all that Kansas City has to offer, and um, that's provided a, actually the Giving Grove. I heard them at one of the One Million Cups mm-hmm. opportunity. I love their last line that they ask, uh, "What can we as the community do to help you?" Yeah, exactly. So, where do you think Arbor Grove goes from here? You're one year yeah. old now. One year. Yeah, and just more and more. I think getting even further involved with communities to help that process on for the entrepreneurship. It's also more of that giving back. I think uh, you know we as entrepreneurs and businesses have a responsibility to give back to the community mm-hmm. and seeing where that can go. Um, so that's a good question. I need to keep keep you know. I think it's keeping uh, evolving and creating. And um, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Are there opportunities for others uh, that might be listening to get involved with what you do? I mean, or any aspect of it? Yes. I mean, I'm I'm always open to partnering and mm-hmm. seeing where we can collaborate and uh, form resources to do even more. Yeah. Um, yes. And you you mentioned a couple of times you mentioned smaller towns like Lexington. Uh, does the majority of your work fall in the metro area, or are you working with the smaller communities on the outskirts? Where do you find yourself spending uh, your time? It's right now more on the outskirts, but also mm-hmm. within the city. I'll also do some project management with some development um, happenings and special events, mm-hmm. coordinating special events that come. Um, so it is all you know, and bringing people together and connecting what additional needs and if you can provide that. So I think as an entrepreneur, it's always being creative and not, for me anyway, it's that I don't just do one thing. I mm-hmm. do even more right. from even doing some, you know, HR consulting for smaller organizations that need help and within communities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's a it's a variety, even maybe like the branches of a tree, you know, that keep growing sure, and moving great and analogy. leaves and the seasons that come uh-huh. uh, that I'm flexible to that also and I want to keep providing opportunities. So if someone would like to get in touch with you and talk more about this or ways that they can get involved or piggyback onto the community services that you're already providing, how would they get in touch with you? They can do so um, arborgrove um, LLC at gmail.com. Send me an email that way. 
and I'd love to talk with them. Okay, and of course you have a website yes. at arborgrove.net. Arborgrove.net. Make sure you get in touch with Amy if you're interested in learning more about what she does or just talking with her more about the many things that she is doing. And uh, we just really enjoy uh, having you on the show today. And a uh, big so special much. thank you to Troy Nash for introducing us. Uh, very glad that he brought us together. Uh, thank you again, and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you. I appreciate Happy it. Happy one-year anniversary. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.